The Request 2021 project can be summed up as 10 to the power of 3. 10 scouting ambassadors, 8 from Kent and 2 from Scotland, sailing on the Bark Europa tallship to Antarctica. That's 100 years after two scouts went on the original Shackleton Rowett Quest expedition back in 1921. Our aim is to engage and educate thousands of young people about the three key lessons of peace, environment and heritage to be learned from this amazing, fragile, frozen southern continent. I'm Alan Noke. I'm the project leader and I'm the person who came up with the whole crazy idea in the first place. Each of the participants has a personal project ranging from climate change awareness to producing a giant quilt with people's perceptions about Antarctica. My personal project is to produce a soundscape record of our journey. That's before, during and after Antarctica. The plan is for this podcast to include interviews, scouting and polar historical links, uh, events and research work along the way. So please listen in and join us on this adventure of a lifetime. It promises to be a memorable experience. So welcome to episode 27 of the Request 2021 podcast. And this is going out uh, for the first time on Saturday 25th of December, Christmas Day 2021. Uh, I'm putting this January episode out slightly earlier uh, as the Request team are setting off from Heathrow tomorrow, Boxing Day. Remember, you can uh, access the complete back catalogue of all episodes on our website. That's request2021.org.uk and also on iTunes. And please take a moment to give us an iTunes review and tell your friends if they're interested uh, in scouting or polar history. Uh, Right, this episode, episode 27, Um, we've got a final reminder of our project objectives from the team, Uh, plus we have the request interview with Vicky Foster. She's a South Georgia government officer and Vicky lives and works on the Antarctic island of South Georgia and that's where Sir Ernest Shackleton is buried. So this seemed a very appropriate interview for the upcoming 100th anniversary of Shackleton's passing. Um, And a very Merry Christmas uh, and a Happy New Year from the Request 2021 team to all our podcast listeners. Our first objective is the voyage. The second objective is projects. Our third objective is centenary, a hundred years after the Quest expedition. Objective four is plaques. Two plaques are being unveiled as part of Request 2021, one in Gilwell and one at Fordell Firs in Scotland. These are to commemorate Ma and Mooney. 
Number five is outreach of Kent and Scottish Scouts. This involves creating an Antarctica in a box with loads of Antarctica related activities for young Scouts and Guides to choose from. Our sixth objective is the River Thames. The seventh objective is to take part in an event at Plymouth. Our eighth objective is to celebrate the achievements of Sir Ernest Shackleton. Our ninth objective is links. So build strong links with scouts in other countries on the original expedition route. Our tenth objective is legacy. And next up is our interview with Vicky Foster, and she's a government officer based on the island of South Georgia. Hello, Vicky. Can you hear me okay? Hi. How's that? Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm amazed that I can phone Cambridge and that comes through to South Georgia. That's incredible. <laughs> that's really good so they they have some sort of service that forwards it through do they yeah so it goes over our site internet from here but it's all just done through the cambridge system so if we want to dial our the british antarctic survey's headquarters from here it's just a four digit number in it oh, that's brilliant like we were in the building could you start by sort of introducing yourself and and what your role is Okay, and is that working for the government then? Yeah, so I work for the South Georgia government. I'm the main representative down here in South Georgia. Oh. We're only a very small government of 11 people. Uh-huh. And there's two to three of us based on the island at any one time. Right, I see. Okay. Um, and how many people actually live on South Georgia then um, regularly? Right. We've got a British Antarctic survey team of eight here, and then there's two or three government officers, and then we have um, a visiting build team who come in over the summer to fix all our heritage buildings. We have a museum team who come to run the museum over at the old railing station for a second, and then we can have visiting scientists um, coming through and doing projects there. So uh, quite busy in the summer. Yeah. I see. So it sort of varies throughout the year. So you get the bit the busy season, and then uh, just those that are left to carry it through the winter, right? Yeah, but you know, winter's winter's very quiet, but it's also really fun because obviously there's lots of skiing, and it, you know, just a small team. You have quite a lot of parties and fun nights. Oh, brilliant! Oh, God, how? How do you organise yourself? So is is it like a village or is there houses or? So there, you really, really is home from home then, in a way. So, <laughs> but... yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of luxuries out here, 
Uh huh. Cool. And the, the, and you say there's quite a social life uh, activities. Um, what sort of sports and things can you do? Is there? Um, there's a football pitch. Right. Uh, Wow. It's quite fun. <laughs> um, it's covered in weeds. It's got bogs in it. So people literally just like, fall over and lose their boots in a bog and have to spend five minutes to recover them. Um, <laughs> so, de- <laughs> not a normal game of football, okay? Yeah, definitely not a normal game of football. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> and um, so. Yeah, I mean, Okay. Right. This may be a naive question, but um, is there any families there, or is it all just individuals? So most people as individuals. The government offices have the opportunity because we have our own little houses. We can bring a partner down with us. Okay. Um, but at the moment, Sam and I are down on our own. Yeah. So what do you love doing when you're not working? <laughs> um. Oh wow! There are these absolutely stunningly beautiful pups. They oh my like god! Little fat sausages, <laughs> and they just fly and belch and fart all day, <laughs> and they're so stunning. <laughs> and it's just lovely to get out with a camera and take photos of them and sit and watch them. Oh wow! I think they're big, so they start play fighting with each other, despite the fact they're just you know tiny so, little fat things. Oh, that's um, brilliant. So in your spare time, you can just go off and look at the wildlife. And, oh, I'm jealous now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're about 45 minutes from a gentle penguin colony as well. Right. They're busy making their nests and laying eggs. Hop over and see the, the gentes. And if you walk um, a little bit in the other direction, there's a load of king penguins that hang out in the river. Wow. Geniusly called Penguin River. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we've got uh, we've got seals, we've got penguins, uh, any other wild? Well, there must be tons of seabirds and things. So, yeah, there are loads of birds. Um, there's a lot of scavenging birds, obviously, because um, with a lot of life also comes a lot of death. So we have right. What's your favourite? Oh, that's uh, <laughs> a very, it depends on the day, really. Yeah. Uh, in the spring, it's lovely to hear the pipit singing. It yeah. It makes you feel like you're at home when you've got this songbird yeah. singing for its territory. But I do love the giant petrels. They're quite prehistoric. Wow. I know they're a bit um, evil in the way they target seals <laughs> uh, and penguins. They're still pretty impressive birds. Okay. So is it only walking on the island? Is it the only way to get about? Uh, you can walk or you can ski. Um, yeah. That's it. We do have a couple of trucks for work. Um, so we live at King Edward Point and it's about a kilometre around the track to Britbicken, which is Old Whaling Station. Yeah. And that's where we have a museum um, and some historic buildings. And then from there you can walk out to the rest of, uh, of the island. Okay. 
people who are working over in Jukka if they can get across. The, the government offices have bicycles as well. Right, yeah, okay. But you're not allowed to take any vehicles outside of Britain because so uh, right. you get a kilometre of travelling fast and then it's, uh, <laughs> it's walking. Okay, so there's some sort of basic vehicles for the immediate area. So, okay. Um, And um, so how do they get things in and out? Do you get like a a monthly delivery, weekly delivery? So the majority of our stuff comes down once a year. Right. Um, The British Antarctic Survey organises a big transfer. This year it's going to be on their new ship, the the David Attenborough. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just visited uh, Greenwich. So, yeah, so uh, she'll be heading out shortly and heading south. And so in March, she should be calling by here. Uh-huh. We'll have the majority of the cargo on everything from toilet rolls to <laughs> stationery to spare parts for boats. Um, My God. Our, our power on fuel, all of these things will come down on her. Oh, you must look forward to that arrival. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course. That yeah. Big station needs for a year, so it's quite a quite a mammoth, mammoth effort when it comes. To wow, it. I was expecting you to say maybe monthly or something. I didn't realise it was like an annual delivery. <laughs> so it's like it's like uh, getting your uh, your internet shopping on a grand scale. Okay, so that you do get the odd sort of extra thing throughout throughout the season. So, but I imagine um, yeah, they bring up post. Well. The post is that. Um, yeah, so our official vessel brings us letters um, and postcards. You feel so far removed from all your really lovely things to get mail when you're down here. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, post must be like a really special thing when it arrives. So, yeah, God. I'm I, I, I just sort of amazed. And how did you get this job? <laughs> um, with a very circuitous career path. Uh, I used to be a marine biologist. Well, I am a trained marine biologist. Right. Um, and I worked in the UK on UK fisheries. Yeah. And then I sort of advertised for the British Antarctic Survey, working down here as a fisheries biologist. Ah, I see. Um, so I came down here in that role, spent 26 months. Here at King Edward Point. Yep. Um, and then I looked at other British Antarctic became a station on Bird Island, which is the other station just at the very tip of South Georgia. Uh-huh. This island that's only five kilometres long. Yep. Um, and so I did that for two summers, and then this job became available. And because I've had so many different jobs and careers in the past, um, I managed brilliant okay so you sort of fell into it after a period of doing other things that were very relevant yeah that's really good yeah that's that's cool and and how long's your current contract is it a permanent job now or is it a contract or how how long what's that yeah so it's just three years three years okay working island and then you have Yeah. You have one month of training working in our office in Stanley, and then it starts all over again. You're back down at South Georgia for six months. 
Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So it, it sort of works in a stint. All right. That's absolutely brilliant. So tell me a bit about the two memorials and do they get loads of visitors or? So that's the cr that's the cross. Tell me about the graveyard. Let's go to your earliest memory. So uh, this might be your earliest polar memory, um, if you'd like to share that, or, or your earliest memory. Um, my earliest polar memory was obviously arriving into South Georgia. Um, oh. As you sail in, you see all the mountains in front of you. Wow. Beautiful, like alpine hills covered in ice caps and snow. Um, and then obviously you pull into the bay, you go past King Edward Point Station and all its new shiny buildings and across from the base Brickbicken, which is the old whaling station. Must feel like you're in a film or something. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's surreal and beautiful and slightly like being a yeah, David Attenborough documentary. Because um, you arrived, I arrived in November, so in the middle of summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when was that? When was the first time you went then to South Georgia? November 2016. 2016. All right. So five years experience there now. Or five years experience of it. So, wow, that's excellent. Um, now we have our special question for this podcast, uh, which is uh, our question for Shackleton. If you if you had the opportunity of traveling back in time and meeting Sir Ernest Shackleton, what would you like to ask him? Yeah, so benefit of hindsight and, uh, yeah, what what lessons for next time, sort of. Yeah, I like that. Okay, um, unbe unbelievable truth. Is there something you can tell us about you that uh, might surprise us, something we might not expect? Um, I've been to all seven continents. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and uh, is that a lot of travelling or just you happen to have 
just ticked a few off or did, have you have you done lots of traveling it's a lot of traveling when i was uh, younger when i left school i went traveling around the world for a year That's oh brilliant started me off well yeah and then obviously i've been very fortunate to come down to south georgia and then sailed down to antarctica twice now right i never seem to pick anywhere off my list wherever i go i'm always like oh i'd love to go back there and just go to that one other place <laughs> No, no, this is it. And uh, I, and my my um, excuse, I've already got my excuse for going back to Antarctica and I haven't been yet, which will be to visit South Georgia. So, because uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately it's not on our itinerary. So, okay. Uh, now this brings us to food, which obviously is quite uh, interesting because you get your food delivered uh it very sporadically what what foods uh a would you do you love to have in antarctica and what what's a tasty treat for you what do you look forward to um so we are really we went down there's lots of good but the things that you do miss when you're here are fresh fruit and vegetables uh-huh They, they travel quite well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would be the kind of things that you can't really get down here. It would be my, my things I'd like. And also very good chocolate. I miss good, good chocolate. And when, when I interviewed uh, Camilla Nichol, she said um, eggs are, are difficult. Is that true? Yeah, uh, it must be when they're down in Port Lockroy, they're quite hard to get, I think. So, okay. Um, and do you have like a special moment, uh, a special item that you like to take with you when you're traveling? Okay, you know what I'm going to ask you. So, can we have a photo of you and Teddy, uh, travel Teddy, for the uh, to go with the podcast, uh, so we can put it on the podcast page? Yeah, of course. I could probably get you on with either Shepton or That would be brilliant. That would be excellent. Yeah. And um, your thoughts about Antarctica as a place? Why do you think it's uh, such a special place? That's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Happy Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all and a Happy New Year.
Happy Christmas, everyone, and I hope you have an even more wonderful new year. Merry Christmas, everyone, and have a happy new year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from me and Beth. So happy Christmas, everybody. I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who supported Request 2021. We set off tomorrow. So thanks for listening. To find out more about the Request 2021 project and how you can support and follow our progress, just visit our website on www.request2021.org.uk. That's www.request2021.org.uk. And uh, please give this podcast a review, share it, and, uh, and spread the word to anyone you know who's interested in Antarctica. Thank you.